Regeneration, what's up? John here. We are starting a new show here on the channel called Ridge Runners Live. On this episode, number one episode, we sit down with some Ridge Runner Nation members such as Michael Owen, Travis Phil, Nick Voss, Wesley, and myself. So hope you enjoy. We're live. What's going on, Ridge Runner Nation? This is our brand new live show that we just decided to whip up. Whoa. What's going? Yeah. Someone's got some audio on. Got some audio. Who's that? Awesome. So we got five people here. We got obviously John and I, the rundown hosts, and we're joined by Michael Owen, Nick Boss, and Travis Sipful today. They decided to be the lucky three guests that uh, get to be on our first live show. So thanks for coming out, guys. Good to be here. So basically, thanks for having us. Yeah, so basically this show is designed to connect Ridge Runner Nation members together. The Rundown does a great job of like keeping you up to date with what's going on around the nation, but we thought that to connect you guys better and for us to connect with you guys, that we should have this live show to kind of come together on a regular basis and do that. So uh, I'll have the guests introduce themselves. So Michael, obviously Ridge Runner Nation members know you a little bit. Uh, you can start with your introduction. This is Michael Owen, the Bastard host. And uh, down here in Pomeroy, Ohio, from my house, live. This is awesome. <laughs> All right. Uh, Travis, do you want to go next with your guest up there? Uh, yeah, this is uh, Travis Zipfel, um, coming to you from Columbus, Ohio. Uh, you can probably see Stella jump in here every once in a while. Uh, I'm the second faster never host. <laughs> You're Ohio's Ultra Runner of the Year in uh, 2019, I believe. 2018. <laughs> so, yeah, for, first, first ever. First ever, yeah. Great and, honor. Uh, Nick. Yeah, Nick Boss here. I'm coming from Denver, Colorado, uh, but spent my first 30 years over there in Ohio. So, strong East Coast influence. Wait, wait, you're in Colorado right now? We, we got to get you out of here. I'm East Coast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Well, uh, we just want to remind Ritter Nation that you guys can submit questions in the chat. John and I will be checking that out throughout the episode and whatnot. Uh, John, do you see who's in here right now? Yeah. Got some names. Got some names. Oh, look, there's Michael. Hey, Michael, you're in the chat too. I am in the chat. I'm just seeing, seeing Sam in there. Awesome, awesome. So, guys, we need some help creating a name for this show. Uh, John kind of was thinking Ridge Runners Live because that's kind of what he was thinking. I think it's a little boring. I think we need to spice it up. So, uh, what do you guys think for a name for this thing we're trying to do here? If you think I mean, of one, think if you think of one should... put it down there. And uh, if not, just uh, let us know. Michael, what do you, you had some crazy thoughts here. I got to pull up my text message to see if I can remember what I, what I sent out. I think we should be like the, uh, I don't know, like the DNF club or something. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know. Sounds appropriate. <laughs> I mean, we've all DNF'd a few times in our life, right? Uh, well, has, has John DNF'd? Yeah, no, John not has, yet. Right? No, I haven't. Yeah, can't be the DNF club there. I finished slow, but I haven't DNF'd yet. Oh. Dang it. Well, you can easily do that, like, next week. <laughs> Travis, you can <laughs> <done> DNF'd. 
I might have the most here. Travis will give John a couple. <laughs> well, one thing I'm not going to DNF is this beer. Yeah, what are you drinking there? This is a uh, New Image Brewing Vermont-style double IPA. Hoppy, hazy, smooth. Very nice. Sure, that's, sure, that's real tasty, Nick. Yeah, My I'm buddy. also drinking here with a uh, North High Brewing Company Rise IPA. Pretty good. I'm eating cinnamon sugar uh, waffles. I've got some, uh, <laughs> I think it's Genesee. I'm not even sure here. But uh, I guess what? that's Genesee, Wes. <laughs> he never left college. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it's like the Keystone Light. It's called Jenny. <laughs> Philadelphia. I've never had it uh, before a couple days ago. So uh, it's, it's good. It's good. It gets the job done. Wow. And you well out there in Philly. <laughs> exactly. Cool. All right. All right, guys. So I let's start off with a question that I get once a week. And uh, I know Michael probably uh, gets it a couple times too. So let's start off with talk about why Michael Owen decided to leave the rundown. Oh, uh, Michael, if you want to kind of go into the big fight that you, me, you, and John had, fist fights and all that <laughs> we broke stuff in the store and ovrc we're not in the street there anymore jb won't let us in <laughs> if you want to like go through that well wesley awesome. just wesley just kept wanting the show to get more and more serious and i thought it would be should be more humorous and so we just had to throw down and that was the end of it it was over a dance dance move right yeah i didn't well i thought you were putting baker mayfield on the show too much and i absolutely hate baker mayfield so it's like I just had to leave the show. <laughs> wasn't the pickle what, the pickle wasn't the last straw for you? The what? The pickle? The singing pickle thingy he had? <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. That, that yodeling pickle is going to be making a return here pretty soon. So stay on the lookout for that. But, well, you know, it's a couple states away, so I'm okay with that. But no, I mean, the real reason I'm not a daily or a weekly host anymore is. Um, Everyone was kind of moving away, and so uh, time and proximity to you guys was making it a little harder, and uh, just the timing was was rough on my schedule. So sad to not be on the weekly rundown anymore, but uh, it's fun to be here tonight. Definitely, and that's kind of like what this uh, kind of encapsulated. Like if tonight gets a different people on the show, it's a one-hour time commitment. Um, different Ridge Nation members can come on the show weekly and connect with everyone. So it's a less time commitment from everyone, kind of, uh, compared to the weekly show, which we had to film at a certain time and do that. The weekly show is not going anywhere. Uh, it's a little late this week, uh, but it'll be up for tomorrow, I believe. So this show's in addition to the rundown. Sweet. What's, uh, you got any, like, you know, can you tell us what's on the show? Anything exciting? Uh, that's a good question. There's a, there's a rant. Uh, the yeah. Philly marathon was kind of shocking. I don't mm. know if people caught up with that. Um, a lot of pretty good stuff. Um, I, we didn't get into Western States result lottery on the show, which I'm kind of bummed about. I don't know where my mind was, but uh, I know Nick had some thoughts on that. Do you want to, uh, talk a little bit about the Western States lottery results and like what you thought like Ohio did and space like East coast in general? Yeah, sure. So I think number one, the biggest thing that people have been talking about in terms of uh, controversy or chatter about the Western States lottery is 
just the way that the numbers are increasing. And uh, Joe Yuhan had a great article that Michael shared um, just talking about how they've got a big math problem happening where it's basically not going to be true anymore if you keep applying that you will get in someday. As these numbers keep going up, that's just not going to be true. I mean, we saw, I think, 5,000-ish last year and 6,600 this year, and it's just going up and up and up. Um, In terms of the actual results, uh, I think there were only four from Ohio, um, and they were all men, unfortunately, so not really equally represented in terms of gender there. Um, But just super low numbers, and I don't remember the exact number, but 60-some from California. I mean, I know they got a big population discrepancy there, but we got to get more from Ohio. Yeah, I, I agree completely. And for those of you that don't know uh, Nick too well, Nick is like the uh, Skip Bayless of ultra running. I mean, he is like the <laughs> analyst to, to I take talk to that. Yeah, that's not I a good Skip Bayless. <laughs> I know. I just had to say his name, <laughs> but I mean, he knows a lot about ultra running. He keeps up to date with it more than anyone. If I ever question, uh, he's definitely the go-to reference. So he's yeah, going to show a lot. He's the Tim Kirkchen. How about that? You guys know Tim Kirk. Yeah, I'll, okay. I'll take that. I'll take All that. All right. Cool. He's a baseball guy, Wes. I know you're you're not a ball sport guy, but he's baseball. Okay, I got gotcha. you. Got, you got brought up today when Mike and I were talking about uh, Hellgate this weekend. We were like, what time were we supposed to be there? I was like, man, if only Nick was running this, he would have told <laughs> us. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. But to, to go back to the Western States part, um, I think that, you know, you even look at Mike, who ran it last year, uh, you know, as it was growing in popularity, even when, you know, you started entering and it, it still took you seven years just to get in. Somebody who's starting fresh right now uh, with the amount of tickets that are going to be in by the time, uh, you know, that, that they're rolling around, it's, it's going to be tenfold what, what you would have seen uh, when, when your ticket got drawn in seven years. Um, I mean, it's, they, they, they do have a numbers problem, which is true. Um, I, I also, but on that same note, I, I, I listened to something, um, that, uh, AJW said earlier actually. And, and he was saying, you know, at the end of the day, it is, it's just a race. And he said, there's, you know, there's tons of other good races out there and you shouldn't base your whole season career, um, you know, obviously it's, it's a, it's a lifetime dream for a lot of people to get into that race, but, you know, put it on the back burner. It doesn't need to be the A race. If you get in, you get to run it, you you get to have fun, but you know, if you're not elite, you're probably not going to win it. So, you know, just register as long as you do, hopefully someday you'll get in and enjoy the sport while you have it. There's tons of other great races out there. Yeah, but it's easy for AJW to say that. He's ran the race <laughs> yeah. 10 times, and there's other people that's ran the race 20 times. So, obviously, it's really easy for someone like him to say that. Like, what yeah, if I can, wasn't? Can, can you disagree with what he said? Can, I mean, yes, it's yeah, a historic I mean, race. Same for but, me. I mean, I'm not going to fret about it anymore. You know, it's like I got my chance, but, yeah. Uh-oh. Did I lose yeah, my connection? I, no. It's hard to disagree with what he said. I mean, just just enjoy what you're doing, keep racing, and have have fun at other races. And you know, eventually, someday, hopefully, you'll get your chance to to run this historic race. I mean, yes, it's it's different coming from him, but um, it should have been around 30 years ago. 
True. Is there yeah, a better way to manage the like lottery system? Is there a better way to make it sure it's, you know, got a well-rounded group of people or cause there's a certain limit number. Like they can only have some people do that race. That course can't hold like 10,000 people. It's just not possible. But like, is there a way to do the lottery better or is there a way to do if they've ever considered doing another race? Like, I mean, multiple during the year. Nick. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, it's just a, it's a numbers issue, um, for 369 spots, um, you know, that many thousands and it's quickly going to be probably 10,000 maybe in the next two or three years. Um, I mean, I, I thought about that too, you know, have a, have a fall or a winter Western States or something like that. But it, from the history standpoint, people are still going to want to do the, the, fourth saturday in june or the third saturday in june or whatever it is um that's the one people are going to want to do but i mean hey just i mean i agree with what travis was saying echoing ajw's um sentiment was look there are a lot of hundreds out there if you like doing hundreds there's a lot of them for you to do um just go to that run hundreds page and it it like goes up by 10 percent every year it seems like in the number of hundreds that are out there and I'd love to see some of the more historical races become essentially other Western States type races, things like Angel's Crest and Cascade Crest and all those, you know, super historical races. Um, even on the West Coast, more you more Dominion. Brian I mean, Poland, on the East Coast, mean, yeah. 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 <laughs> or even I mean, Mohican. Uh, I mean, Mohican, uh, Mohican's yeah. a very historical race too, 24 or five years now. So, but even over the last five years, I feel like Mohican uh, participation has been dwindling. Um, and I, I think some of that is because, you know, so many new races have been opening up. You get your, you get your 20 races a year that sell out or that are lottery. And then you have a whole bunch of other hundred milers that are just fighting for participants. Um, yeah, but let's be honest here. Mohican does a crappy job at getting people at their race they don't advertise it as well. And that they, they try to sell the bike race. Uh, I'll agree with that. Yeah. They're not year round. That's the problem. They mm -hmm. start marketing right around when they start marketing the bike race. So. I mean, they share a website with a bike race. It's just like a little tab. Like, oh, it's just a hundred mile race. <laughs> um, but then also uh, part of that numbers issue with Western to, to get back to that is um, it's, it's limited to how many people are even allowed. I mean, it's, I mean, if they want to keep that course, um, I, I know you, we, we had, we chatted about this a little while back, but, um, it, that 369 is a grandfathered number for, uh, to just to ensure that a short segment of that race doesn't change. Um, so uh, if, if you were to, you know, add on another race, where do you, you, you change it up and you just say it's a different series or segment of that race or, or do you feel like it dilutes the original race by adding a different season of that race? Yeah. I mean, I think that's the problem. Like, I think if they started a race, it'd just be like all the other new hundred milers. You mean, I mean, just maybe managed by the Western States people, but I don't think it would have any type of draw to it unless it think no, I don't think so. I don't know. Think of all the 50 milers, 50 Ks, 100 Ks that run through that same area that Western States is, though. 
Yeah. I mean, there's so many of those segments that on, on that actual course that are in probably 15 other races, if not yeah. way more, uh, little yeah, ones that we don't even know about. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. But they're not popular worldwide, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, Shane Early just popped in the chat and uh, wanted us to kind of transition into our next topic. And that's where we're going next is the Bailey's Trail System in the boat yesterday that took place. Uh, that's kind of big news for Southeast Ohio and uh, the continuation of growing trails in the community. So, Michael, do you want to take talk a little bit about that? Yeah, definitely. I can kind of give a rundown of that. Um, so if, if no one's heard about the Bailey's Trail project, trail system project, it's a tract of land. Um, in the Wayne National Forest, which is just about 10 miles north of Athens, Ohio. And I forget the acreage of this tract of land, but it's within the Wayne National Forest. And like 20 years ago, before like mountain biking was a huge thing in America, people at the forest was like, wow, we've got this old mining land. Uh, they're not, they didn't have any plans to like log it or do anything to the mining land because it just didn't support like that type of natural resources. So like, they had this idea to make it in the mountain bike trails. And anyway, nothing ever happened until about three years ago. Uh, they reapproached it. They started bringing people together from the community, different groups. And so anyway, they rolled out this huge master plan to build 88 miles of new trail. And it's a $12 million project, which includes professional trail builders. It includes new trailheads, which includes like pavement, parking, restrooms. It also includes, um, a new bike path spur to connect into the existing bikeways that goes into Athens and Nelsonville and eventually we'll go to Belpery. And anyway, through all the different assets of this new trail system, it's going to be a $12 million project. And they've already broke ground by building the first 12 miles of trail, but um, they, they were trying to get this funding source from the Athens city guest transit, transit guest tax, and they needed city council to approve that. So basically that was to help further along or further the funding along. And uh, so anyway, after lots of debate, lots of uh, public support at city council uh, through bikers and, and other business businesses that support it and the runners and everybody, uh, they finally voted yes last night. So um, that moves the project along and the prospect of having 88 miles of new trail is great for all of us individually, but I think it's also a, a huge opportunity for the community because it's going to provide huge amount of tourism dollars. Um, you know, there's all kinds of estimates out there for, you know, from a yearly visitor rate and all those people that are, you know, willing to travel in from out of town to bike, to run, to, to hike and to do other things on the trail. We'll be spending money in our economy and it's desperately needed in Athens and Southeast Ohio. And I think that's why more than just bikers and runners and people that use trails are supporting this project is because of the economic impact. You know, we want to like the people in this project want to make this area a trail destination similar to some other towns like um, Asheville, North Carolina or Crested Butte, Colorado or, or uh, Moab, Utah, you know, all these places that are known for being trail towns. Like we want this to be a destination and 88 miles of trail plus all the other trails in Southeast Ohio is going to make it just, you know, out of the world. It's going to be great. So to put that in perspective for people, um, if you've ever run at Stroud's Run State Park in Athens, how many miles of trails are at Stroud's? Like 30-something, right? Probably not even quite 30. Well, I mean, if you, yeah, maybe about 30. 
so about 30. So this new trail system, which is about 20 miles north of Athens, uh, 60 miles south of Columbus, is just 88 miles of brand new trails. And the, the trails that they've already built um, are awesome looking already. You know, they, it's, they're done professionally. It's going to be, it's not going to be as rugged as like some of the stuff that we like, some of us here like, but it's going to be smooth, runnable, um, flowing. You know, the elevation will be similar to like Stroud's Run and, and Lake Hope and stuff because it's in that same region. But um, the trails will be completely professionally done, which means it'll drain better. And um, everyone's just gone about this project the right way. And it's really exciting. Yeah, I remember reading around in, in the news about it when it uh, after the vote where the they talked about the, the number of people the sheer num- sheer number of people who were at the community like during the vote who were there you know cheering when that and it passed unanimously um, and they said they just haven't seen that much kind of like support in a single item before in the community in recent years. Yeah, that's what the city council people you know at at first when this that came up there was a split on the vote and. Uh, then on the day of the of the actual vote, um, everyone is unanimous six zero vote on city council. So they all came around and, and saw the possibilities. We got a question already about a Stroud's Bailey Trail race. Yeah, I mean, there's definitely going to be opportunities for new trail races. I'll say that. So, sounds like we should uh, expect Southeast Ohio's first hundred miler coming up. Is that what I heard? I ain't going to say anything right now. Well, I actually, uh, Tim Crow is voting for the uh, double Shawnee loop. So two uh, Shawnee, 100, 250-mile loops. I know uh, he's been pushing in for it. Shawnee 108? Shawnee 108. Do you know how devastating it would be to come to the lodge after doing the 54 there and having to go right back out and do the whole loop again? Hey, look, yeah. that doesn't even have to be an actual race. Do it. I mean, people do that for, uh, for Hellgate. Um, I don't remember the, the woman's name, um, from the Virginia area that did that last year, but, or she attempted it last year to do double. Yeah. It's nutty. Cam Wrench actually told me that he'd crew me if I wanted to go out there over the winter and, uh, do it by myself. So I have the support if I want to. <laughs> not going to say, do it. say he would, he would. <laughs> He would cream you or he would crew me. Well, crew you. a little bit of both. <laughs> All right. Um, oh, there he is. He's in the chat. He just con- wanted to confirm it. Okay. Which which one's he in the chat here? What? His name. Oh, who's, yeah. the, who's the other person in this chat? You guys got to introduce yourselves. Who's, who's in the chat right now with us? Saw Brian Poland earlier. We got Shane. Matt. 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 Who's the- Who's Fugo 612? It is a mystery. Mystery. <laughs> Good for you, Cam. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um, but anyway, I was I was going to get on a more serious note. <laughs> but, uh, you know, w- getting back to Bailey's real fast. If there were events, which which there will, like that's the that's all in the plan. Like you have to have big events to get major tourism, you know. And so hopefully Southeast Ohio trail runners is at the forefront of any trail running events. Um, but obviously if you want to get numbers, if you want to get numbers, you can't just like put on a big hundred mile race cause there'd be like 10 people at a first year hundred miler. But I think it's definitely the type of trail, like the way the system will be designed. It'll have a lot of opportunities to have like a thunder bunny type feel where there's multiple distances and 
hopefully, you know, there's like, there's going to be like trails set up more for beginner bikers, runners, intermediate and advanced. And so hopefully like any type of race there would get pretty big from a number standpoint. So more people is coming into the area and we can have different levels of races to see people like increase their, you know, you know, go from a smaller race and then increase their way up to a bigger race eventually. Yeah, I'm going to pull in Nick Foss here and pull out all the cold, hard facts, but it looks like the beginner percentage of miles at the Bailey's Trail is 18%, intermediates 59%, and the advanced would be 23%. So those are the stats. Uh, yeah, and I can go more in depth on that. So basically what those designations mean is the the width of the trail, the grade of the trail, and the the amount of stuff they remove from the trail. So like a beginner trail will be a little bit wider I forget the distances, you know, it'd be like two feet wide or whatever. Um, they'll remove like all the rocks and roots and make it a really smooth surface. And then the grade will be really subtle, subtle inclines. Whereas the more you go up to that advanced level, they'll, they'll leave the rocks and roots. They'll get more steep and they'll be narrower. So that's kind of what those destinations are. And that's, that's what kind of makes this project so cool is like all the trails we run on are built like by volunteers, by people that are just wanting to get trails in. And the people that are building these trails know what they're doing you know they're literally surveying the land with like surveying equipment um to make these proper lines in the in the woods so um it'll be good for all levels like literally it's not gonna hurt like it'll, it'll even they'll even be like adaptive trails for people to use um you know with with certain handicaps or disabilities so that's pretty cool too yeah that's awesome uh kind of transitioning you guys it's kind of random. I do. Obviously we asked you to be on the show uh, this week, but you guys all have races this weekend. Uh, kind of big time. Um, Nick, aren't you flying back to Ohio tomorrow? I didn't know that. Nick. Yeah. Yeah, I am. Uh, I kind of just last minute decided to uh, make a trip to Ohio and just happened to be uh, Bigfoot 50 K. Um, but I'm not going for the 50 K. So I'm just going to do the, uh, the 20 mile option there. Um, I had a buddy that was supposed to run with me, but he just found out he had a, uh, lateral meniscus tear, so he won't be able to make the trip. So I've been, uh, kind of cherry picking, looking at the weather, deciding if I'm going to go or not, but I'll probably yeah. make it out there. Well, if you go, uh, Cooper will be there. Coop, Mike Cooper. Oh yeah. I know Coop's always good for it. <laughs> this is race. Well, he's ever won. He's been like second yeah. and third, like every year. He's had some good performances there, but there's always been one or two guys that have just really shown up there. Who beat him yeah. last year? Yeah, beat by two people, I think. Oh, gotcha. It's always just random people. Mm -hmm. So Travis and Michael, you guys are both racing in Virginia this weekend. You guys are both doing the Hellgate 100K. Uh, how are you guys prepping for that? Obviously, uh, Michael, you ran jfk 50 a couple weeks ago and travis you crushed a 50k as well a couple weeks back so how are you guys mentally ready gearing up for that race Travis, uh, we'll, we'll be like nick and we'll say it's weather dependent as well <laughs> yeah i mean i i might just get there and not even run <laughs> no i uh I, I don't know i mean um i, I think i i feel all right um i, I know the weather is not going to be really uh, helping us out uh, right now it's looking to be about 34 and rainy the whole time uh with a midnight start so the coldest weather is going to be sometime around start and the first six hours um so 
hopefully just trying to stay warm, run a smart race. Um, I, I don't know. I haven't, I haven't gotten this far. I, I haven't ran very well. I mean, this year hasn't been, you know, anything spectacular for me. Um, I've had a lot of things going on, so just hope to have a smart, healthy race and finish and, um, you know, hopefully running consistent does, uh, does well for me. Um, not going to try and kill myself, uh, especially with, I think how the conditions are going to be this weekend. I think if I run smart, it should still put me pretty far up there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if this is the proper way to prepare for a mountain race, but, uh, yeah, I ran JFK three weeks ago, which is a flat fast, you know, quicker turnover race. And then I've ran like four times since that day. So tip my hand here, tip my cards. Uh, if anybody's running Hellgate, um, it's either a good thing or a bad thing. Hopefully it's a good thing. But, uh, my calves just got really sore after uh, JFK and I just was trying to get my calves to loosen up. So anyway, um, but yeah, like Travis said, like I'm going to treat this sort of like the run we did a few years ago at the Shining Forest, like the comedian adventure 54 mile run that we did. Whereas like, well, we took that really easy, but like, from a, from a, <laughs> you know, not, I don't want to go that slow, but, um, you know, I'm not going to like race it from the gun, like going all out because this race can eat you alive and you can literally freeze your eyeballs off. And, uh, those are the types of things compared to like JFK that I'll be focusing on. It's just like being smart. Cause if you get cold in the middle of the night and the mountains of Virginia, there's no coming back from it. So, uh, yeah, so I'll, yeah, I'll be, I'll be just trying to have a good time in the mountains. I love this area and I love Dr. Horton. And so, I just, yeah, I've been looking forward to doing Hellgate for like, you know, eight years and I've finally got a chance to do it. So it should be fun. I'll be carrying uh, probably two or three extra trash bags with me, uh, some Ziploc bags, you know, you know all that emergency. Travis, you should get some of those uh, like fireball. hand warmers. <laughs> I'll probably have fireball and hand warmers with me as well. Stuff them in your, in your socks. Yeah. Definitely. I got a, I got a bold prediction for your guys' race. Oh, shoot. You guys are either going to go 1-2 <laughs> or you're both going to DNF. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. They're both going to DNF when they're in first and second place, kind of like a Shawnee. Wait, what? I didn't run Shawnee. Or Mohican. <laughs> excuse me. Different, different race. <laughs> well, hey, that, that'd be fine because, you know, I, I was still in first place at mile 66. So, uh, you know, that's all I have to do is 66 miles, but yeah, I mean, the weather is not going to be on our side. It's going to be, you know, it's the weather's reported to be, you know, 34, like I said, but that's just in the town. You know, once you get up at 4,000 feet from there, uh, I mean, it's, it, it was in the twenties today. Um, the, the access road was closed. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely not going to be great weather. Uh, so it's just about running a smart race, not going too hard where you're sweating and freezing later, uh, but just staying consistent enough to, you know, keep your body warm, not sweat too much and kind of just fuel right. And it's going to be raining like the whole time too. So, um, nothing better than cold and rain. Yeah. It sounds, sounds brutal. I'm looking at the entrance list right now. It seems like we have a couple of regeneration members, uh, that stick out to me, Amanda Bevec. Uh, will be there. Shannon Howell, familiar name. Uh, Brittany, Bethany Patterson, 
um, Jennifer Russo, uh, Anita Zapatella. So the women's field seems to be pretty loaded. On the men's side, obviously, you guys are there. And I'm trying to scroll through the names right now. But it looks like it'll be a pretty exciting race to keep up with. Um, I was debating on going to it, but uh, I don't think I want to make it down there. <laughs> so Dr. Horton did send out the seed list. Did you, did you guys see the seed list? Um, we're looking I... at a list that's just in straight order, and Travis has, is last. Mm. By name, yeah. sure, <laughs> name, just name. Well, that, that's usually what, where I end up. That's the seed he got too, because yeah, one twenty. <laughs> is there? Is that only one twenty? Is that the infant size? Yeah, this one says one twenty on the yeah. men's side and thirty on the okay. female side. So the seed, it, it was it was one hundred men and fifty women is what I saw. Mm. So I'll, I'll name off the seeds here. So the top. Uh, the top females are Kelly McDonald, number one female seed, Alondra Moody, and Bethany Patterson, Fannin Howe are some of the, that's the top four seeds on the women's side. The top men's seed, I got the target on my back with the one seed. Michael Debova is the second seed. He's a Charlottesville guy. He's um, I don't know if he's won this race, but he's he's definitely like done really well. And then Travis was the third seed. So two Ohio guys in the top three. And then this guy's named uh, Mike Mc, McMonnell, McMoggle, um, McMonogle. He's from Salt Lake City. You probably know him, Nick. You know everybody out there. Um, and then you got the you got the locals that are always up in there. So Chris Roberts, Chris, John Anderson. So it's going to be a good race. Frank. Is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, Frank. Frankie Gonzalez, the big, big tank. Yeah, so don't want to make a mistake. There's strong runners. Um, so run smart, stay warm. I will see you there, Travis. I might forget your gloves. Travis, you got another, <laughs> another Worthington component or, uh, competitor. Yeah, Adam. He lives down the street. Yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I've, I've never actually met the guy. He, he actually lives in my neighborhood. Keegan, awesome. Keegan in the chat uh, asked, he's hoping that Michael reviews his, reveals his secret strategy to fueling a race on chocolate milk. I, I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, 18 grams of protein, like, you know, 20, 30 grams of sugar. I mean, I, I drink that stuff the entire race. Chocolate milk and Coca-Cola. Yeah, it's a good mix. I usually try to do it right after each other. <laughs> he also asked, "Why does that, Michael?" That's Owen... how you know. That's how you know Mike's in trouble is if he chugs like half a two liter of Coke. No, that's vacation. a good. That's a good. Uh, yeah, that's a good sign. Yeah, he that's did a good sign because I just right? like <laughs> I like Travis was like five minutes from me and I chugged the bottle and then I was like twelve minutes ahead of him. So, like Sonic Boost. That was probably because it was a flat section. Yeah, and I'm way faster than Travis. Everyone knows that. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. One of these days. Yeah, it was kind of deflating at, at like Grindstone because I'd come into aid stations and Nick and Aaron and your wife would be there and they were like giving me the stink eye and like I was just trying to like enjoy my day, but <laughs> they were just like <laughs> they were rooting for you and like I was like, Hey, I know you guys. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it is though. That's the I fun. think Doc Horton was rooting for Travis too. No, he was not. Horton loves me. 
so he told you, me to s- slow down out of an aid station. <laughs> See, he's on my side. Yeah, he was he was dropping uh, physiology knowledge, saying that it's really bad idea to sprint out of an aid station after you've eaten a lot of calories because you need the blood to go to your gut and not to your muscles. So when you start sprinting out of an aid station, it goes away from your gut to those muscles in your legs. So hmm, never do that. hot tip from Horton. Oh, Horton. That's good. That's a good you, tip. I like that. Yeah. Did you guys see the video that, uh, who was it? John Anderson put out about a uh, Hellgate. The, uh, yeah, his Hellgate stock. Last year. He put out a new one. Oh. Is Horton in it this year? I don't think so. No. Wait, I don't know. I, I didn't lo- watch the last few minutes. <laughs> I don't think he's in it. No. He was last year, though. Last year's was funny. It was. Yeah, if you guys haven't checked that out, definitely like go on Facebook and type in like John Anderson Hellgate 100K video, like 12 days to Hellgate or something. And watch the video it's uh very funny very very funny i'll just have him sing it for me on the trail it's not i hope he's watching he'll be far behind you don't worry i don't know i was with him for the first five miles at grindstone yeah no he's 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 real strong yeah and he's ran this race like you know every time So uh, Fugo612 said, flashback to the 2018 Radar Hill Chocolate Milk Challenge. Yeah, that was devastating. It was a pretty good day. Yeah, great. (laughs) I still watch that video occasionally, and uh, (coughs) it's not great, not great. I'm pretty disappointed in my performance. I'd like to maybe get a rematch. Um, Well, I I was just going to say, not even to you, Wes, like you're not even invited, but if anyone wants to challenge me, anyone out there in the Radar Hill Chocolate Milk Challenge, I'll do... Any amount of milk, any amount of distance, any amount of climbs, chocolate milk, running, racing. So uh, I, I know this got brought up, um, I want to say, a year and a half ago, maybe a year ago. But, you know, I think we should put this out to uh, the Ridge Runner group or Strava Post. Something, uh, you, you know, it, it would probably be hosted in Athens. But some type of event will, will establish a handicap before. Um, where it's got to be some type of radar uphill, downhill, um, whether that involves chocolate milk or something along those lines. Uh, a one-mile one, one around a track, whether that involves you know eating tacos or drinking beers. Basically, food run challenges that will have three separate events uh, between a one-mile track – up and down radar and you know what we got to think of one other one uh but i i know it, there was something in the works a little bit ago uh where we were just randomly joking around talking about it never actually happened but uh i think i think something like that would be a a fun spring into into summer challenge i'm down yeah, the third one maybe could do a um an urban style where it's just get point to point not even worrying about what there's no like distinct method or you know a course but you can jump over anything run around or whatever you need to get there might be interesting just don't get hit by cars that would be the goal Mm. city trails they actually had something like that there there wasn't the handicap aspect but the the bike club in athens had something like that where uh there was like separate separate events all throughout the day 
and you had to carry an egg in your with you at, at some point, you know, on some part of your body you had to carry an egg and the goal was to not break it. And then, you know, I don't know what else was part of that event, but I always thought that was weird. Yeah, some type of token. Yep. Shane Shane was mentioning uh hot dogs. I'm all in for hot dogs. Those are gross. <laughs> Travis, I know it's all about it too. Uh, I'll do heads of heads of lettuce. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Peter Cottontail. <laughs> what are you laughing at, Nick? You're a meat eater. <laughs> hey, I have not had any meat since Saturday morning. I think. Oh, that's, that's a lie. No, dead dead serious. <laughs> What are you dating a vegan or something? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Just trying to be like Travis. Yeah, like we aren't we all? Uh, it's a rough life. I had meat about thirty minutes ago, so doing good. Yeah, it's a couple hours for me. I have tried to cut out my fast food intake lately, though. That ate somewhere today, so I digress. Ains, I'm guessing. Yeah, I was in Lancaster today. <laughs> But don't you guys notice yeah. when you're at Raising Cane's how like eight out of the ten people that walk into Raising Cane's are probably over the age of sixty? Like, what's up with old people in Raising Cane's? Like, it's a young hip store, but old <laughs> people love it. Like, I don't. I think they just capitalize on a, a sweet, unhidden, like a, a hidden market. That's awesome. Good for Cane's. It, it might have just been the Lancaster <laughs> Cane's. Yeah, yeah Lancaster. Yeah, and I felt out of place. <laughs> they just put one up in Cleveland, actually. Like. uh near a college town and uh it's like going crazy there obviously so oh yeah clevelanders are now loving canes up by me sir best fried chicken out there Wait, what about popeyes nah gross snuck some beef jerky into your kale smoothie that's what fugo says you might have been doing i still don't know who fugo is i think but... he said miles oh yeah it's uh M- miles from uh, trail running. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He sent me a text. Shout out to Miles. Have it, that's awesome. So, got all of regeneration here. We got some, a lot of questions about uh, 2020 races. Anyone got any yeah. uh, things on the calendar yet? Uh, I might have one or two. I know I'm going to sprinkle in some early 50Ks. I love my spring 50Ks just to warm up the legs, get them ready for, you know, whatever might be happening. Got, uh, what's, what's that half marathon you put on Mike? I'm, I'm running, um, iron furnace. Yep. That's it. You love cherry. That's a picking. great one. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's going to be cherry picking. There's, I mean, James isn't going to be much issue, but, uh, I think Alex gold who's running, that should be a pretty stiff competition there. Um, Jimmy Fox. but I, yeah, no, I said you don't need to worry about him. That's true. See him fifth. Um, but uh, I, I think my, you know, I haven't pulled the trigger on it yet. We're going to see how Hellgate goes. Uh, but I might be going back to Georgia to race this year. I'm thinking about Cruel Jewel. Um, again, we're going to see how this weekend goes. Uh, see if I, I, I've heard some just terrible, terrible, terrible things about Cruel Jewel. Um terrible in a, in a good way, I guess, but terrible in a way that, you know, you really contemplate why you even, why you even run, uh, because it is a very, very difficult race. 
Keegan Rathcamp in the group chat just said he will be at Iron Furnace. Bring it on. There we go. Uh, so, I, he, so he, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've seen, I've seen, I know Keegan's pretty fast. We'll have to, uh, I don't know if I can even win anyway with Alex there. Uh, but uh, I don't know how much trail experience Keegan has. Not that Iron Furnace is all that technical. He'll be in a top five seed. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't doubt that. Yeah. All, all right, right, Nick, what's on your calendar? Uh, well, I, I like to race a lot, so I got a lot on the calendar. But uh, I think the, the one that sticks out the most is uh, Promised Land. Really excited to get back down there. Um, I know you guys are all thinking about or trying to get down there, too. Um, but, yeah, it'd be cool to uh, see if we can get, like, 25 or 30 Ohio people down there. Yeah, I forgot about that. I'll be at that one, too. Me, too. Wes, Wes, you, too? Uh, I don't know about that one. I'll be at Mount Mitchell. That's when I'm starting my year off. So starting my year at Mount Mitchell and then uh, hopefully get transitioning back into Ohio's Backyard Ultra. So uh, those are my two races to kind of kick off the year. And then, uh, you know, I'll probably run three races like I did this year. What are those three races going to be? I don't know yet. Mount Mitchell and Promised Land are on the schedule, or I am registered for those races. So, well, no, not Promised Land because it's not open yet, but I will register for Promised Land. And possibly yeah. Leadville. Leadville is like the 100 miler that I might try to run, and maybe others. You want to like tip your cap a little bit? What are the other ones? That... Well, I mean, it's just like I'll find out if I get into Leadville, and then I'll make a choice, you know. But like ideally, I'd go out west and run something in the mountains, like Bighorn, a bear. I don't know, something like that. Keegan's really worried about your Strava feed. Oh, my Strava feed. Yeah, very concerned. Yeah, it should be. That means I'm not running. Not just joking. I just wanted to do the anti-trendy thing and get off Strava. Except for when I race. <laughs> yeah, yeah no training, just comes out of nowhere. <laughs> That's a West move. Kind, yeah, kind of. Mike does it a little more successfully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hold the place in a race for 22 miles and then... <laughs> And everything blows up. <laughs> Wes, Wes doesn't actually ghost runs. He just doesn't do runs and then and then goes and races. Or decides to run them later after the race has already ended, like Columbus. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, guys. Well, it's been about 45 minutes or so, so... Uh, Maybe we wrap it up over the next couple of minutes. Ridge Runner Nation, if you guys got any final questions in the chat for our uh, three guests here and John, um, if you guys want to add anything, you guys are also can have the floor. Yeah, when's everybody going to bed tonight? Well, we got some uh, 
rundown stuff to do. John's got some rundown <laughs> stuff to do. I will be <laughs> going to bed shortly. It's far that's, past my bedtime. That's what I was wondering. Wesley, you are not going to bed within the next two hours. Guaranteed. I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> Nick, it's like 249. Or, uh, <laughs> 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 Wrong that far. I was trying to subtract. Yeah, I haven't dude. had dinner yet. Not, so. Yeah. What's for dinner? Uh, gonna have some grilled cheese and tomato soup. Mm, that's no meat. Yeah. No meat. Good for you. From scratch. Alrighty, From guys. Scratch. Well, I'm gonna ask you uh, some final questions here. Kind of just like wrap everything up. <laughs> uh, these are kind of random, so we'll just go with it. Uh, if you were a dinosaur, what kind of dinosaur would you be? Uh, whichever one eats the most meat. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, man, what's that little thing that looks like a turtle but has a sharp pointy tail on it? I don't even like, know what it is. Like Petrie off of um, Land Before Time? Yeah, possibly. Sounds like him. Yeah, I'm gonna go with something like that. I I I only know like four dinosaur names, uh, but I mean we all know Velociraptors are actually just tiny turkeys with feathers. Um, yeah, so I wanna I wanna say something like that. It's got the shell, but also that spiky tail. Can't remember it. Nick, I'm taking the uh, I'm taking the pterodactyl, the flying dinosaur. John. No idea. Yeah, I'm going to go uh, with Nick on the uh, pterodactyl. That one would be pretty cool, but I can't pick the same thing you guys picked. So. Um, like ordering the same thing as somebody at a restaurant. Never yeah. do that. Like, can I have the same thing that person did? I thought right. Travis would want to be the... I thought Travis would want to be the brontosaurus. So he could yeah, reach up was, high for all the I was eat. thinking that. I didn't want to stare. I didn't want to like, you know, put myself in a hole. I was, I was already in a hole. <laughs> Needed to dig myself out a little bit. That would have been just too cliche. That's awesome. Uh, what is the coolest thing you've ever been for Halloween? I know Michael, you've been a couple cool things in the past couple of years. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> what have I been? Shaggy. <laughs> what was I this year? Homeless? <laughs> no. Baker you guys Mayfield. Don't, you guys don't remember? I do not remember. That was Michelangelo, man. That's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but back in college, I was Quail Man. That was probably my most memorable one. Nice. That was Kool Aid Man one there. That was pretty good. Travis, you were a pretty good Captain Planet. Yeah, I've been I've been Captain Planet. That was a good one. I, I think my best one though. Uh, so I, for everybody that doesn't know this, which I think most people do, I work in transportation and logistics. 
uh, about five years ago, I was Thomas the Tank Engine, and that was a really, really legit <laughs> costume. <laughs> I won my uh, work holiday costume contest by by a hand by a landslide, we should say. Nice, that's good. That's awesome. Yeah, for me, it's uh, Tiger Woods, it's just the go-to, it's the classic. How many times have you been Tiger Woods? <laughs> Twice. Oh. I've already got the costume locked and loaded for next year too. So. Locked and loaded. All right, we'll give uh, one more question here. These are just ridiculous. You find these on some BuzzFeed page? (laughs) No, I'm actually uh, going through your Instagram, trying to find find some captions here. (laughs) All righty. Did Nick ever answer the last question or what? Yeah, oh, no. Uh, so my my best costume, kind of similar to Wes's, I was Ron Swanson from Parks and Rec, just mustache, wearing the red polo, which if you watch the show, Ron Swanson only wears the red polo one specific time, and that is the morning after he gets laid. <clears throat> well, it's good. <laughs> Legendary. <laughs> I don't think that's why Tiger wears the red polo. No, he definitely wears the red Because he would... <laughs> Could be. <laughs> Never mind. Um... All righty. Well, let's get back to a running-related question for the last one. If you guys could run in any destination and with any person, who would it be and where would you run with them? That's all Nick. Well, I got to say, probably my boy, Barack Obama, and it'd probably be pretty cool to run just around the mall in Washington, D.C. with him, pick his brain a little. Dang. That's good. Uh, I'd probably run with John Muir in Yosemite. Travis? Man, um... You guys got me here. Like, I can't think of. I could think of a hundred people I'd love to run with that uh, I know are actual runners. And you guys just both blew my mind by not thinking by thinking so far outside of the box here. Um, any person in the world. Uh, I'm gonna have to save this one for for uh you know next time uh well, you I, have I, me on. I know travis's answer he'd, he'd like to run with michael Owen and a hellgate in two days <laughs> i've ran with that person way too many times that's the truth he won't be able to uh, keep up though yeah probably not <laughs> i don't you. know if that's talking about me with him or him with me can uh, go but, either way <laughs> yeah um it will we'll, i'll i'll have to i'll have to ponder that one it's 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 about an hour and a half past my bedtime. My brain's not not working on a uh, work pace anymore. Cool. Yeah, we'll get your response and we'll get you back on the show to kind of talk things out again. John, do you want to give your answer? Um, it's a tough one. There's so many people. Um, I think I think I would really um, be interesting to run with either um, maybe like an Elon Musk or a Tesla, Nikola Tesla, and kind of pick their brains about how they come up with the weird stuff they come up with. 
but and then where would I do it? I don't think that really matters, but maybe in the mountains, probably in Colorado somewhere, like Pikes Peak area. Okay, John, serious question for you. Did you like the Tesla truck? Truckla? Oh, no, I like the Truckla one. The Tesla truck, the Cybertruck? Mm, I don't know. It's, I'm indifferent about it. But I think, uh, like someone else said, I think they said, we'll see what actually comes out on the market when they you know, actually make it. You know. Definitely, definitely. I don't really have a great answer here. I was just kind of stalling myself. I'd probably just pick some sports athlete that's not a runner like LeBron James or some other uh, ball sport athlete, and we just run in Oregon together. So that'd be my place. Why not one of your lacrosse players? I could run with one of them. They're pretty cool too. Yeah. Okay. Any ball sport player. Any ball sport player. So. Is lacrosse a ball sport? I forget. Lacrosse is a ball sport. So it's okay. like ping pong and basketball and all this other bowling. Bowling, yeah. Putt, putt. putt. Ping pong. Billiards. Cricket. All the sports that I'm better at you. Keep naming all the ball sports, and that's the ones that I'm better than you at. Uh where where does curling fall into? That's not technically a ball sport, right? That's gotta be a disc sport, nope. right? Right? Flat like a, bottom. Yeah, it's gotta be considered like a disc golf. Like that'd be in the same category, right? No. Like hockey, hockey? Like <laughs> puck sports. Puck sports. Sports hockey. with ice. Alrighty, Annie in the comments said, I feel like I'm a part of history, the first ever live Ridge Runners. Thanks for being with us, Annie. It's awesome that uh, Ridge Runner Nation was able to join us tonight for our first ever live show. Um, if you're watching after the fact, uh, join us. We'll be doing these. Uh, we'll post the time in advance uh, more frequently. We don't have a set schedule yet, but we'll be getting those out to you guys shortly. So uh, as always, uh, I'm your host, Wesley Harton. I'm John Dolvecki. Michael. Are we, are we saying goodbye? All right. Yeah. Michael, see you guys next time, maybe. Nick and Travis. See you guys. See you guys. All right. Awesome. Thanks, everybody. Bye-bye.